0: This episode is sponsored by SmartVestor. Connect with an investing pro for free at RamseySolutions.com slash invest. You're listening to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires, where we talk investing, retirement, building wealth, and outrageous generosity.
1: Jason is in San Antonio, Texas. Love your town, Jason. What's up? Start off by thanking you.
0: You've uh, changed my life. Um, On our last three real estate transactions, we've definitely been blessed, and we are on baby step seven. Uh, Thank God. Way to go. um, Thank you, sir. We are in a position where we could potentially be looking at a real estate investment, and uh, I know you have prolific experience in investing. And I wanted to ask your opinion on um, setting up potentially a business to uh, invest in, like an LLC or under my name, and then how to properly find uh, investment properties to invest in, and then uh, obviously, uh, you know, how do we how do we manage it? Um, You know, do we do flip? Do we do rentals? Uh, what's your opinion on stuff like that?
1: Okay. Um, <clears throat> well, there's a lot of different things you can do there. That's a whole real estate course you're talking about in a sense. <laughs> but the, uh, um, I, as you probably have already figured out, I'm unusual and I pay cash for all mine or I don't buy it. So that's thing one. Uh, I do put all of our properties... Um, in an LLC. We don't buy residential houses anymore in our situation. We've got a bunch of them, but we're not adding any. When we were buying those, we uh, would put uh, up to $5 million worth into an LLC, and then we would form another LLC. The reason for that is if an LLC owns the rental house, the tenant gets drunk and falls off the porch and decides it's your fault and sues you, they have to sue the owner of the house, which is the LLC. Exactly. Okay. And if they were to win, they can take what that LLC owns, but nothing else. So your the other LLC assets, owner. like your personal residence, are then protected. So by putting your properties up to a certain point in an LLC and then a it, once the target on the LLC gets too big, you do another LLC. So I've got a bunch of them. Like I've got one building that's a $15 million office building. It's its own LLC. Okay. Right. You see what I'm doing? But if somebody yep. falls over there, the worst case scenario, if they get past the insurance, they get past me pipe paying lawyers to sue them for being stupid and so on, the most they're going to get is that building. You follow right. me? Yes. So uh, if you're going to buy a house or two, form an LLC, throw them in there. Now, then as far as whether you're flipping them or whether you're uh, holding them, then that's a completely different strategy in in terms of what you're looking for uh, and what you want to do and that kind of stuff. Flipping has been made famous, of course, by cable television. Everybody (laughs) thinks they're Chip and Joanna. (laughs) And... um, I've probably done 2,000, 1,500 flips in my life, but mostly in another life before I did this. I hardly ever sell a piece of real estate now. I buy it and hold it forever. And so uh, flips are a pain in the butt um, because you're basically in the business of renovating properties and reselling them, finding another one, renovating it, and reselling it. If you want to do that as your business, that's okay. But it's time-consuming you know, you're running subs, you're running paint colors, picking faucets. It's like building a dadgum house. You know, I mean, you're, you're going to pick roofs. You're going to do all these things and then pull building permits. You're going to have to do all this stuff, depending sure. on how much work is being done to the house and in, in the proximity to a, a city, the, the municipality that you got to do that. So you got to go through all that stuff. Um, and and you, after you get through all of that, you can make some money doing it if you bought the thing right. So um, you just decide if you want to do that or not. On rentals, the best rates of return are cheap properties, but they're the highest hassle. In other words, the more expensive the rent, typically the classier the tenant, right? More stable. Yeah, and the more stable. But if you got lower income property, you know, you're having to fight all kinds of other misbehaviors and other stuff in the properties but the returns are excellent. Uh so, so right now I'm looking factor. at about hassle factor.
0: 120, 000 is about what we have left over from the most recent sale. Okay. And I I just parked it in an S&P not knowing what to do with it. Yeah, so we can take that and buy so you know buy one or or If two, you want to buy one and flip rentals. it
1: or you want, and and roll it up into something but think about what it is you want to own for 10 years if you're buying a rental. Right, and Make from sure personal experience, neighbor, I'll right? tell you, you you know, you're a brand new landlord. You don't want to deal with lower income property. It's a pain in the butt. <laughs> I mean, you it's it becomes its own business. It's your own. You have to have a, a a brain adjustment when you do it because you have to think different. Um, but it you know all the all the residential I have today is is really high end single families, and I don't know how. I got like ten or fifteen of them. I don't have a bunch of them. Most of our stuff is commercial. So all of that to say, you just got to decide what you want to do. The, but the more, don't underestimate the hassle factor of what you're stepping into. A flip is a big hassle, I'm telling you. You can make some money, but it's a job. Uh, you know, dealing with lower income people, you can make a great rate of return, but it's a hassle. It becomes a job, and it requires a cultural adjustment in your brain because they're, it's a different... Um, psyche that you're dealing with as a customer and so um you know by and large not all the time but as a generalization uh call it a stereotype if you want to but then uh uh and then the same thing on the other end so but if you're going to buy something to hold look at it and go how's this going to age in 10 years is it already 50 years old Ooh, then it's going to be 60 years old when it's 10 years from now, you're going to start to, you know, so. How old are you, Dave? I know, but I'm talking about houses. <laughs> I mean, I look at the house I grew up in, and I think that stinking house, how old it is now. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, wow. I wouldn't buy that house. Now. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I, that's, that's old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same <laughs> the what I grew up in, yeah. You know, so that that's the thing. But well, it's a great question, but I think the biggest mistake— this frenzy we have, John, of people and Jason, the people we have out here wanting to buy real estate right now. The biggest mistake is is that they they probably understand about ten percent of how hard it's going to be.
0: Well, I like the way you're framing it because you're saying you're asking, "What life do you want?" And then we're gonna we're gonna buy a house or flip a house based on that. Because if you want to get in there and get your hands dirty and deal with knocking on doors and hey, you can't do this and you can't light fires in the yard. what that's a life. Right? Yeah. And so you people can't, you into, can't
1: run drugs out of our house. That's right.
0: And know? if you want to mess with subs and have fun with doing that and flipping it and pick faucets, and that brings you or your whoever your business partner's joy, knock your lights out. But that's a different kind of life, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: If you but, want to set that, it and forget and I, it. I, I, but this idea on TikTok that you can just buy houses and oh, I've got this passive income. People who say passive income on real estate are morons. Right. There's nothing passive about owning real estate. It's active. Right. It's that's very that's active. So there's not. I don't own a single piece of property that's passive. Right. And I own about several hundred million dollars it's, worth. It's oh my very, god. It's not passive. It's there's, just there's nobody. Crypto. There's nothing that. What passive is is mutual funds. They send me a statement in my inbox. <laughs> that's all I deal with. There's That's passive. But no. There's not any. There's no real estate passive income. That's a. That's a. That's somebody trying to sell you a get rich quick seminar on TikTok or Tic Tac or whatever the flip it is, you know, so that that's the, you know, you, you just real estate is a wonderful investment, but do not go into it folks with rose colored glasses. thinking it's going to be easy. It's a process. You're
0: going to get rich quick.
1: It's not quick. It's not easy. There's a hassle. It's not a pro it's a problem. It's, you know, it's like starting your own business. It's the, it's the meanest boss you'll ever work for in your life. The guy will work you into the ground, you know? Don't start your own business and think it's going to fix all your problems. It just makes all your problems come home to on your plate. Thanks for listening to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires.
0: Need help with your investments? Connect with a SmartVestor Pro at RamseySolutions.com slash invest or click the link in the show notes. Ramsey Solutions is a paid non-client promoter of participating pros. Learn more at RamseySolutions.com slash SmartVestor.